first time in the history of around the whiteboard we're live on time <laughs> that's never happened oh, i thought you were gonna say an extra 15 seconds are allotted for each topic no someone had a great idea in I the that might happen. was it in the comments or else they messaged it to me afterwards and they said that people listening should get the opportunity to pay for someone to have extra time to talk wow <laughs> And I was like, well, I mean, if that brings in the dollars. Speaking of, look at this. Where am I? Wearing that. It's dark. Vindicate. It? Vindicate has done a, oh, a trial run. And if you think that's too gratuitous, I could show you the t-shirt. <laughs> you, you look like O'Keefe over there. Basically identical. I'm so happy with them. <laughs> so happy with them. They're like, yeah. We'll see. Hopefully they're coming soon. <clears throat> All right. Welcome to the big, this is it, um, of Around the Whiteboard. Fawn usually gets right. It's almost time for Pedro Blanco and Around the Whiteboard with guests, the real Brian Spin, Andrew Hiller, and some dude in a cowboy hat. It's actually an Australian hat. <laughs> um, there's been a lot of promotion for this, um, a lot of a lot of hype. Uh, I don't know if anybody anybody is watching. Don't go now, but afterwards, go and watch Hiller's video and Spin's video. And then um, just pity Seth waking up. He's in Australia, so waking up at like 6 a.m. I'm just getting like 5,000 notifications at once, just like <laughs> flicking past the bottom of the screen. That did happen. Yeah. Um, all right, we've got Andrew Hiller, winner of semifinal one. Brian Spin, winner of our most recent um, semifinal. And Seth Page of Jump Ship, who is the winner of our middle semifinal. Um, the order of that annoyed me, but that's the order that you're sitting in. Um, it's 8 p.m. <clears throat> my time. <sighs> I've had a day of it, right? <laughs> um, I actually have a little bit of uh, back end shit to do here. Um, first of all, if you go to Around the Whiteboard, sorry, if you go to Beyond the Whiteboard, BTWB, um dot com four slash all in one you will be able to find out how much it can help you and your affiliate improve your offerings to your clients it white gloves i compare that to getting your prostate checked on one of the episodes regrettably um but it white gloves moving your clients over just like a butler comes in puts all the white gloves and goes don't worry about this man i do and it does it for you. Um, so btwb.com forward slash all in one. They are currently uh, mulling over continuing sponsorship of the show. So if loads of people could just go and click that link in the next like 30 seconds, that'd just be fantastic for me if I could drive a bit of traffic their way. Um, okay, our first topic uh, that I am typing out right now because I forgot to do this bit. This is so professional. And I can't type. And small, talk. Team. small team. Um very small team just uh, for anybody that's unaware uh, we're getting my office slash gym is being changed into a playroom for my kids and we had to get it re-insulated because it's not warm enough it's not it's cold for me it's fine totally fine but if it's too cold for the kids we have to renovate the whole fucking house um so that's getting re-insulated and i came home from work being like well they'll be finished doing that so it'll be fine there's no electricity there's no wi-fi there's no plugs like sockets there's shit everywhere dust everywhere there's knives like uh, genuinely there was a sheet there was a sheet of a sword on top of my desk and I was looking at it for a good 30 seconds being like what kind of way did they cut the slabs of plasterboard but I think it was behind the wall 
when they took off the old wall, I think there was like, a, okay, it was a child's sword, but whatever. <laughs> Just have to big dick everyone. Um, okay. Hitters, any comments you want to read out there when I'm typing this? Do you want me to read? Um, not necessarily. <clears throat> oh, burn on the audience. No, no one said anything. Um, do you want to do the goat one last? Are you asking you, me? Everyone. Do you didn't you do you not do them in the order you sent them to us? I know, but now I'm like, oh, is that kind of shit in the bed a bit too early if I if I bring that one out? One of ours too. You can make it random. Make it random. Are you tight? Are you sending in comments to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no, I see. I have a team bigger than yours who's uh, supporting me from the back. Oh wow! I'm just team kidding. of two, I, a team of two. Me, I have yeah. uh, <laughs> if, if I'm lucky. If I'm I have lucky. a really hot radiator supporting me from the back because I'm in Ooh. my kitchen. Nice. <laughs> so that's great. Um, I need a nice switch hitter. Oh, your knife is that cool? Talk for knife. I suppose. I used to have a comb that did that. Is that cool? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. All right. Topic number one. Um, yeah, fuck it. I'll change the order. So, topic number one. Oh, I hope crap. this is the right clock. You know yeah. how hard it is preparing you switch things on us? All right. Topic number one. <clears throat> I did my level one the other week. Everyone should go and do their level one. It's absolutely fantastic. I've since uh, downloaded and printed out the level two manual. I think everybody should go and do the level one, and then you'll be instantly inspired to go and do the level two like I was, even though everybody told me not to do it and to wait and don't be an idiot and like actually coach someone first. Um, so, my query for you guys is do you have to have done it or be able to do it in order to coach it so is there a prerequisite to be a good coach of something do you have to have done it or be able to do it in this order is about to do intercourse it? correct you know um hiller you're up first you've got 60 seconds your time starts now off you go I would say that it depends on the athlete, it depends on the goal, it depends on the task, and it also depends on the coach because the worst thing that's going to happen is that you're going to get a coach that is, to put it any less less than humble, it, it's kind of a recipe for disaster if you have a coach that is less than humble trying to teach somebody how to do something that they haven't themselves done, which brings me to the tasks. If, if it's a muscle-up, I would say that it's probably a recipe for disaster to have a coach that is trying to teach it who has no business teaching it. That being said, I think that it is, there's never a situation in which there is somebody who is doing a muscle up that has the exact same circumstances leading up until the point in which you do it, which means that there are scenarios for both sides of the coin. You can, or you cannot do it. It depends on the goal. Are you trying to get off medication? Are you trying to get to the games? I'd say that any one of us can help someone get off medication. None of us have been to the games. Just because you've got Torres, Max, and Mel Hodge out there who haven't been to the games doesn't mean they can't get people to the games, but it also doesn't mean the reason that they got them there. Wow. That was good timing. Uh, you sound like a, like a balloon deflating there at the end. <clears throat> um, all right. ran out of time. <laughs> got to get it out. All right, Spin, you've got uh, 60 seconds. Your time starts now. Off you go. All right. You have to look at it in two different, two different lenses. First, affiliates, right? So you need if you're an affiliate owner or a coach, you need to have done it. You need to walk the walk. So you need to be following the hundred words of fitness. You need to be dedicated to methodology. You need to be able to show that. Um, you don't have to be the fittest at your gym or anywhere else, but you do need to have the basics down. You need to be able to communicate those clearly to people who especially don't have experience coming into the gym. 
So you have to practice what you preach. If you're a games coach, I would say no, right? Like there is some benefit to having some experience, but you don't have to. Like, I think some of the best athletes in the sport are not the best coaches. Um, we've seen that on one of Hiller's videos um, up there in Vermont. Uh, I don't want him coaching me to try to make it to the games. So, but you need to be able to communicate. You need to be able to motivate. You need to get an athlete ready for competition. And that does not mean that you've done it yourself. It's that you're able to coach. Damn. All right, Seth. Um, you got 60 seconds. You're rounding us off. Your time starts now. Off you go. Well, I would say you want to be able to coach it well, right? Any asshole can call themselves a coach and give it free advice that happens every day on the internet. But to coach something well, you need to fully embrace the methodology of whatever you're coaching. And so I think that can be done simply by dedicating yourself to that practice. You don't necessarily have to be the best athlete, like Spin said. You don't have to have games experience, but you do have to submerge yourself into the whatever it is that you're coaching. So as an affiliate owner, you know, you would really want to kind of practice what you preach, show the athletes that you're a part of it, because what you do is going to be a reflection of what they do. Um, again, I scale a lot of workouts in my gym. I have no experience competing at a high level. I can get my athletes to scale easier too. Uh, it's just, you know, you're a reflection of what your athletes are going to do. So if you're not living up to the standard you want them to do, you can't say one thing, expect them to do something else. They're going to be a reflection of you. And so you have to coach to at least, or you have to have some experience within CrossFit to be an effective coach and deliver a mess. It's uh, interesting because <clears throat> at the minute, um, I don't know what fucking tab I'm sharing. I have two tabs. Give me oh, give that's me, the right one. Give me my 20 seconds. <clears throat> give it to me. Give me, give me my 20. All right. Hiller, you've got your 20 seconds. Uh, your time starts now. Off you go. Oh, shit. That's me. Keep going. Okay. Um, I would like to double, triple, and quadruple down on what Spin said. I would actually like to say that it is probably detrimental to have somebody who has been at the games as your coach doing that sort of stuff. After having spent time with some people who are having the aspirations or have been there, they have no idea what they're doing when it comes to training for it. Right. Um, just bear with me there for a second. Stop sharing that tab and then start sharing this one. <sighs> yeah. All right. Spin. <laughs> you got 20 seconds. Uh, your time starts now. Off you go. <laughs> sounds like I made some pretty good points. Both uh, Andrew and Seth agree with me. Um, I, I just, again, it's, you, you gotta, I think, piggybacking off of what Hiller said, the game side of things, you, you look at all the coaches that were, are the best in the world. Most of them don't have games experience. All right, Seth, you're up. You've got 20 seconds. Your time starts now. Off you go. You're both right. They don't have games experience because games athletes have their own biases that screw up their future athletes to come. And that's why it doesn't work. But forget all that. Just coaching people effectively in general. Again, I'm going to double down. You have to be a reflection of what you expect your client or athlete to be. So you must have some experience and you have to live it to be able to coach it. Nice. <clears throat> all right. I need to change, uh, change your scores. This is the kind of clunky bit. Um, I love my hat. It's such a, I've never had an accessory before. Usually people are calling me Nickelback. So today I get to like 
do things the whole time. Now people are going to call you a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense. It's good for you, though, because you're in Australia, so I can say that. Because you're in exactly. Australia. That's a very common word in Australia. Um, sure. All right. It's interesting. Um, Who's the chick? Uh, <laughs> 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 um, One point uh, for the comment. It's, uh, yeah, it's an interesting topic. Um, so I should, I suppose I should probably show um, your usernames. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Fucking hell, lads, I'm sorry. Um, all right, there we go. So Seth is on three after that. Uh, hitters on two, spins oh. on two. Spin was actually leading that last. Seth didn't even say anything. That last neither 20 did you, Neither did you. <laughs> I that said last things. Hitter, you wasted your first 60 seconds by saying it depends like 15 times. Um, <laughs> you earned yourself a point and a half in the first one, one a half point for saying humble because I thought it was funny, and then an extra point uh, in or an extra half point in your 20 seconds because you said you doubled down on what Spin said about the uh, games coach. Seth actually took the round. Uh, Spin was leading until Seth in the last round made maybe arguably the best point of the whole round by saying games athletes have their own biases that screw up their future athletes. And I was like, fuck, okay, yeah. That was decent. Uh, <clears throat> all right. I'm just mad I didn't uh, come up with it. <laughs> how does it feel, Hiller? Chase is not holding on to it at all. Look at this yeah, shit. Like, all, all losers, all losers, <laughs> all former losers. <laughs> former losers coming out. Like, oh, look at me, poor. I'm not fair. World's not fair. I'm a victim. Um, all right. Second mm. topic. <clears throat> Spin, you're going first on this one. I'm actually just gonna um go back to my old system of clocks because that system just this is where I made my money telling these guys how stupid they are in my 60 seconds. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, good luck. So, there's a lot of brands in CrossFit, they're being milked dry. Uh, CrossFit is sucking at the teeth of a lot of brands, so are a lot of athletes, so are a lot of training camps, uh, so are a lot of other brands. Uh, so my question for you guys is. Is there a non-endemic brand, so a brand outside the current realm of CrossFit or the current environment of CrossFit um, that you think CrossFit should pitch to, to partner with? And if they should, what should be their pitch? Uh, Spin, you're up first. You've got 60 seconds. Your time starts now. Off you go. No, we should not be going to brands outside of the ecosystem who do not follow our methodology, who do not support our lifestyle. Um, we've tried it before at the games. We brought Monster in. You saw the backlash that occurred. If we're if you look at what just happened a couple of weeks ago, the Super Bowl, and go through all of the ads, right, and all the different brands and companies that were advertising on there, we don't want any of those, right? If you just go after those guys just for money it's a money grab we talked we've talking about money grab over and over from raising affiliate fees to if they raise the open cost like all of this stuff is a money grab just to make money i want people who support crossfit who are going to help drive that and if it doesn't make the most money so be it but i don't want to grow just for the sake of growing to sacrifice our own ideals and give up on what we've built so far stuff um all right seth you're up next you got six 60 seconds your time starts now off you go well of course it's a money grab that's the point of a sponsorship but anyway um i'm gonna go with completely the other direction with this go after a big financial institution like a barclays or a visa or amex 
pitch to them that they can make their own some sort of branded credit card where CrossFitters are getting huge reward points uh, back on fitness purchases, maybe even equipment, supplements, apparel. You would get a lot more people that are interested in using their card. But then here's where it really works. The, the company then partners with a wearable company and they can track the uh, the exercise or the movement of the user with an app that could pair up. And then you could actually do a move to get reward. So you could actually be rewarded further with your account by you know doing some exercise. And on top of that, the credit card company gets to collect your data and then use it to sell it to other people, which they're already doing to you anyway. So you may as well get rewarded for the shit you like to do, like buy new shoes, work out, pay for your gym membership. Win, win, win. Lots of money and people get rewarded for doing CrossFit. All right, Hitler, you're up. You got 60 seconds. Your time starts now. Off you go. Spin was so wrong. You need to have some sort of influx of money. There is a video of Glassman somewhere from the 2012-ish, 2010 time frame where he is talking about how the Reebok deal was hundreds of millions of dollars. Without that money, there's no advertisement to help promote the CrossFit games everywhere to get everyone to see that, which was one of the main kind of things that they brought people into the affiliates with, as we know. To which I say... One of my favorite things to have been done was when Dave gave everybody a Glock. That was pretty cool. What if what if guns were given everybody? What if Glock was the title Glock, not GoRuck, was the title sponsor of the CrossFit Games? That was speculated for a little bit. Now I want to go into Tesla. All the CrossFit Games athletes get a freaking Tesla. That dude has said some stuff. It's controversial. It'll drive everybody nuts. It'll draw attention. And similar to guns, that would be something that I could say. That dude's got a whole bunch of money similar to the Reebok deal, which would go a whole long way to making CrossFit huge and would also do it controversially slash to the point like Dave did. Good stuff. This is good shit. This is good shit. You Glock. What? Exactly. Actually. Yeah. You Glock. Yeah. Um talking god it would piss it would piss everyone off i know i'm sure it's annoy people in america too but it would piss everyone outside of america off so much if it's locked they'd be like americans are going like straight away that's what they're going to um all right spin your 20 second rebuttal your time starts now to say that reebok wasn't part of the community maybe at the very beginning but reebok approached crossfit and they joined the partnership because reebok bought into it right so they opened an affiliate they became part of the community they were all in on what crossfit is we can't just have credit card companies, Tesla's just throwing money at us and just. Yes, we can. Oh, time's up, spin. <clears throat> You're fucked. Oh. All right. <laughs> is, this a, is this a family friendly show? <laughs> I said cunt like five minutes ago. Um, all right, Seth, you're off. You've got 20 seconds. Your time's just now. Off you go. You absolutely can have these big companies throwing money at people. Do we want to professionalize the sport or not? Do we want our athletes to have a chance to win a purse that actually allows them to make a living and continue to grow the sport? The small sponsors are not paying them dick. They're giving them free supplements. We need a financial institution to step up and put some money into this thing. Let's see where we can take it. All right, Hitler, last 20 seconds are yours. Off you go. Spin says there was Reebok before and then there was Reebok after they built affiliates, CrossFit Reebok one. Now imagine the Tesla affiliate. There is Tesla and then there is this incredible thing. It's like the DJI slash Apple branded CrossFit affiliate. That would be the Mecca. Everybody would want to go to the Tesla affiliate. And you'd never be able to shoot an arrow through it either. <clears throat> no. All right. So this is the prototype. They'd all sell their Teslas in five minutes. They need the cash. They're poor. Um, shit, guys, it's 
tree hugger. No. <clears throat> 1.5, Chase. It's going to be pretty tight going into the final. That's what she said. That's what we like. Uh, oh, no. Right. All right. Da, da, da. Okay. Seth on 7.5. Spins on 6. Hiller's on 6. Hiller's angry. Spin is exasperated. Um, so the, the scores for that were 4 for Hiller, 4 for Spin, 4.5 uh, for Seth. Because Seth put an insane amount of thought into his idea. Like, actually, it was actually a proper pitch. Like, he had a proper pitch. Um, Spin, like, made some good points, made some valid points. And I liked the fact that um, he was actually losing that round until he came back um, with Reebok opening an affiliate and stuff. I like that. Hitter got some uh, got some points for referencing, like, an old Glassman video and stuff. Like, I like that shit. I, like I came up with all that on the spot, by the way. So, good. He prepared his. I did not. Was it, it is true though, right? <laughs> no, I made that up too. Did you actually make it up? No, you didn't. There is a video. <laughs> no, 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 that's a real video. <laughs> um, this is where Hiller and Spin made their no answer move. Spin just did make his no answer move. I thought about that. He made his no answer move. <laughs> but that was um, you, it was available. You could you could no answer it. Um, this is where I say that uh, Sevan's the goat of CrossFit. Smart money's on the cowboy hat. Again, it's an Australian. We speak American, we're in America. They speak English, but whatever. The Vindicate CrossFit Games. All right. People think Last. I'm actually Australian. <laughs> no. Are you no okay, good. No. You're Hawaiian, right? I'm from Maine. <laughs> Nick, you won't mind being called Nickelback this time. Nickelback ate Taco Bell the way he's shitting on these guys. <laughs> wow. That's unbelievable. Oh, well. Um I got sick before this show. Like what kind? I like puked in my mouth and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then I was like, oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> That's never happened to me before. <laughs> About I, I like my wedding day, nothing never happened to me. <laughs> I like was picking something off off the ground. I stood up and I was like, mm. I was like, oh, I just got sick in my mouth. I must be nervous. Um, all right. Final heat. Final question. Oh well. Oh well. Wow, great oh, minds. Well. <clears throat> okay. There has been much debate. A mountain has been raised from John Young. Um, I might actually crack this open this last one. A mountain has been raised raised by John Young for who is the goat of CrossFit. So on the thumbnail, I put anyone who has won the games more than once on the thumbnail. I basically gave you guys the prerequisite that you can't pick Glassman. <laughs> Because that's like picking, that's like saying God is the best God. And then I just freaking get all my points. <laughs> um, all right. So you got 60 seconds. We're starting with Seth, this goal. Um, he has 60 seconds, and then we'll move on to Hiller, spin, and then we're back down the way for 20 second rebuttals. Seth, 60 seconds. Your time starts now. Off you go. I really hate this debate because the games is only 17 years old. So you really should be waiting a lot longer to pick a goat of a sport. If I have to pick one, it's going to be Tia Claire just based on how dominant she's been and how many titles she's won. But I'm moving right on from that. The real goat of CrossFit is Dave Castro, the guy who invented the games, the guy who is single-handedly the polarizing, polarizing personality that gets people excited to start the Open every year. The Open is the funnel to the sport. That guy brings more hype in the years he's been allowed to do it to feed people into this and build excitement within the gyms and everything else. Not to mention he's been a huge part of the training side of things. 
you're talking go to CrossFit. CrossFit's not just the games. It's the methodology and bringing this training to millions of people. He's still a big part of that. And, uh, I mean, if you can't pick Glassman, number two has got to be the right answer. And it's not an athlete who's been in the sport that's still so new that we're still figuring things out. We don't even have clear standards for yet. Dave Castro is the GOAT of CrossFit. All right, Hitter. You got 60 seconds. I'm trying to guess by your face. Is that your answer or are you quickly trying to change that or something else? Uh, you got 60 seconds. Your time starts now. Off you go. I can't change my answer because he is the goat of CrossFit. Dave Castro writes the programming that dictates who anyone else in the topic of conversation is about. Froning, Tia, Fraser, any of them. If Madero's wins 30 games and as long as uh, Castro's the one deciding who is the, what the programming is, he is the one. Every year, and I've made a handful of videos on this, I would run my open at the affiliate and I would decide who was on the teams based on the competition because I think that just like that and every competition in history of CrossFit looks at the model that he has put forth and then everyone does it based upon what he has put out in the beginning. He goes to all the affiliates. I would bet that he himself has been to more affiliates in the world than definitely current uh, HQ and maybe anybody ever, including Glassman. Uh, that's really all I got. So basically, Seth, nice job. You win faster. <laughs> and he wins solely based on the fact that he went first because <laughs> he stole all my crap. No, not necessarily. All right, Spin, you got 60 seconds. Time starts now. Off you go. Sons of bitches. Uh, Dave Castro. <laughs> that's why I'm wearing the Dave Castro extra virgin olive oil shirt. Um, but I have a better reason. So Castro built the games from his ranch, built them up, got him to Carson, got them to Madison, and now we're going to Dickies. He is the sole reason for growing the sport. If it wasn't for him, all these brands that we're talking about would not be here, right? There's no brands that are in F45. There's no brands that are in Orange Theory. The brands are here because of the games. Secondly, we wouldn't have this show. There's nothing to talk about if there is not a sport of CrossFit. So Dave got us here. And then on top of it, he touches so many aspects of it from training, education, and now the sport. He is the most complete person inside CrossFit, and he's why CrossFit is gotten to be as big as it is today. Well, fuck me sideways. How do I separate this shit? Okay. Got 20 seconds. <clears throat> I mean, I don't even know what you're going to do with a butler. This is a point that you didn't bring out the first time. Seth, you're up first. Got 20 seconds. Off you go. Thank you guys for supporting my fantastic answer. But I will leave you with this. Dave Castro is the GOAT simply due to his loyalty to this company. He's done more for this company than any athlete ever could. He got fired at his peak and stuck around and was brought back to make a huge comeback, bringing the sport back with him. Like, he's the man. All right, Hiller. Um, do you want some more time to put on some more Castro apparel? Are you okay? All right. You got <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> Just pour the olive oil like yourself. Um, all right. This is limited edition. All he right. needs to start. I tried to buy a bottle and he doesn't ship outside the States. He needs to ship to Ireland. Um, all right, Hillary, you got 20 seconds. Your time starts now. Off you go. He is the sole reason that being Dave Castro, that there's any hope left for CrossFit as a brand, in my opinion. And if I wanted to throw somebody else in the topic of conversation, it, if it weren't for Stefan Matosian and the way that he drove the media team, CrossFit isn't what it is today. So I'll go number B in CrossFit as far as goats are concerned at seven. Number B. All right. Number two. <laughs> Higher than any of the other 
people out there. All right, Spin, last 20 seconds of the series of yours. Yeah, I, I mean, you have to... I don't put any, on any of the athletes unless we're talking about a mountain, a games mountain like John is doing. Um, it's just no point, right? Like, they're just the players. They're, they're doing their best. And honestly, Dave Castro. <laughs> oh! <laughs> there you go. It's good. Hell. <laughs> hey, I bet you can't do a bigger chug. You'll you'll vomit immediately. <laughs> yeah. Whichever one of you two finishes your bottle of olive oil first, we'll move on to the next round. <laughs> hey, Wait, there's a next round, like a super series. Yeah. So after this, um let me just do up some points. After this, so this is the final, and then we start again on Wednesday. Um, so we started on Wednesday. I have two of the guests um, because <laughs> so Cooper Marsh and Rory McKernan from Mayhem are on the show and it was supposed to be Colton Mertens but Colton Mertens texted me to I have to go to um, somewhere for the first week of the Open and I just replied and I was like oh shit so you're not going to do the Open <laughs> he hasn't texted back yet <laughs> um let me count. Hey, Matt, Matt Burns says I'm deep throating Sevy. But really think about it, guys. How did you start CrossFit? Did you see something on the internet? And if you did, whose fault is that? How deep can you throw to two inch penis anyway? About two inches. <laughs> oh shit. I need to give spin six hundred and ten points. <laughs> All right. About 610 too many. Spinning his little stories, his little tales. That's right. Seth, you can jump all those ships. You jumped weighed one too many into the water with the deep, the deep end with the big boys. And all and all of your uh jump cuts. Uh, jump cuts and that was good. That was real good. Uh once you're watching, Judy, I don't really give a shit if the sound on or not. You can just turn it when it's his turn, you can just turn the sound off and then turn it back on again for the next person. And then just keep doing that every round. I mean, if you're that petty about it. Uh TDC apparel is the wrong strategy. Hitter should don some CPW apparel. Oh yeah, yeah. I follow. Doesn't really make any difference to be honest. I don't uh oh, Vindicate's upset you took your beanie off. <laughs> Savan is in his dungeon, so pissed off, not even a mention. He actually did get a mention. <clears throat> he's uh, he's definitely part of the Holy Trinity. Yeah, you know, only the first run are going to get that on them. I did not know that. Um, most people in boxes don't know who Dave or Savan is. Not a dig, just a fact. And they wouldn't be there if it weren't for them either. Almost yeah. certainly. So that's a stupid comment. I don't even think that's true. What part? I, I would the agree that there are there are there are I think there are people, especially outside of America, there are people in gyms that you could show a picture of Savannah and a picture of Dave too. Arguably a picture of Lastman too, and they wouldn't know who any of them are. Right. They've found yeah, the gym. Not, not most people. Yeah, no, not most people isn't accurate, yeah. It's like if you were working on a freaking Mac and you're like, oh, who created this thing? It's Steve Jobs, right? Neil Armstrong. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure many people don't know that. That doesn't mean that it, like, he's not the goat of Apple. That's a stupid fucking comment, Dan. 
Um, can I also just say, right, so Jonathan Lane, uh, Lonathan Jane says, every red shirt is the GOAT. Um, How would they not be there? Idiot. Yeah, Dan, you're actually making a twat out of yourself with your re uh, replies here. Um, <laughs> Who made the Mac? I don't know. Who made it? Um, having so obviously I'm 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 currently drowning in Kool Aid at the minute because um, I'm just fresh off my level one. I did the spot the flaw course on my lunch breaks at work this week. <laughs> the kids were eating their lunch in the classroom, and I was like, oh yeah, on the toes Dave too early on that training. one. <laughs> Dave runs training every red shirt. Yeah, um, when you hear something from uh, you guys, oh, Dan, Dan to, down. He said it's a fact. It strikes. If it's a fact, then show us proof. For, for you can't just say something's a fact and make it a fact. If I cut off my dick and it was in my hand, I'd say I cut it off and it would be a fact. Give me a point for that. I'll give you a point if you cut your dick off. You've got the knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. Not every like. Okay. Yeah. There's different like personalities and shit. Um. But. Uh, oh look, oh, yeah, Wexford have a two next month. That's cool. Um. Athena's going to be like, oh, your coach said he's going to cut his dick off on live air. Do you really want to work with that guy? She's going to get like 10 of those messages now. Uh, Dan, uh, punctuation is important. So go to a box and ask Pedro means that you're asking us to go to a gym <laughs> and ask Pedro. You need to have a comma between ask and Pedro. <laughs> like, yeah, just walk into every gym like, Pedro. No. Hey, but you Pedro. have to go to a box to ask your Where's Pedro. Hey, what box do you go to, Pedro? I got to ask you something. Um, yeah, sorry. Um, fuck, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so this tomorrow or the next day, I'm going to release a video. There's 259 people watching now. Um, fuck, that's a lot. Um, I, I'd really love if the 259 people that are watching this now would watch even five minutes of it because it's I haven't done it before. I was allowed to film at the level one. I interviewed some people afterwards, put together like a 30-minute long <laughs> I don't know, not an advert. Um, yeah, grammar and speech is different, Brandon. I li I like three tree three. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dickheads! All right, scores. There's another word you can't say. I just don't remember what it is right now. Third. Um, okay, in third place, in joint third place or joint second place, depending on how you look. Uh, argue with me. Has he not won the fucking show? He won. Yeah, so stop shaking your fucking head at me then. Hey, so Hiller, fucking Castro question what should have been first, and I went first, and I would have had all my points laid out first, so you, you fluffed him. You all got four and a half points on the last round, so shut your fucking mouth. You lost it before that. All right, fair. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that. I, I, I clearly don't add in real time. <laughs> um, I can show you. I can show you my my shitty little, my shitty little maths. No, I trust you. Um, so... Hiller and Spin joint second or third, depending. You know, you can inflate your ego and say you finished joint second if you want, but you, you know, you finished joint third. Um, Seth <laughs> takes second and first place then. Uh, so Seth is our champion of uh, round one of our first iteration of this. Next Wednesday, we start round two. So we keep going. So Seth, Spin, and Hiller, I'd love to have you back on again uh, for another, another round in the next series. Um, and Seth, you're going to have to keep some Wednesday about 
three months in the future free for another final like i don't know super super championship super duper final and then after that there'll be a super duper duper final um it just keeps going forever it's infinite um so as always except when i forget um when taylor won that time so seth you got 30 seconds to talk about whatever you want if you want to tell people to watch the video i make that's fine you can do that off you go all right, yeah, watch Pedro's video. I'll probably watch it too, so that'll be cool. Um, <clears throat> I'm actually, uh, I have a very shitty little show that I've started doing myself, just live streaming on YouTube, where I'm going actually back through most of Savan's old CrossFit media and talking through it, talking about how influential it was and how it's kind of shaped the course of what our CrossFit is today and maybe the direction we should start heading back in. So Jumpship Training, uh, YouTube channel, if you want to take a journey through the past with me. It's called like talk ship. Is that it? Is that talking ship? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a work in progress. I have like four crappy episodes and I'm going to keep going with it, but I've been going through all the old HQ stuff and uh, no, I like it. It's cool. Savan pulled it up on his show last week too. Yeah. Um, it's, it's fun. It's fun for me. It's what made me super passionate and excited about this shit is uh, going with all, all through all the old stuff. So it's been fun. Um, uh, hey, really, if there was a tie for first, what would you do then? I honestly don't know. <laughs> uh, there. Oh, subscribe so That's yesterday yesterday we we watched some old game stuff defining moments in uh, the 2010 kalipa amanda god did i have a great laugh where he has to finish like his last five snatches and it takes him about 20 attempts to snatch 135 <laughs> five times and he's flopping on his belly on the it's incredible it's absolutely incredible um otherwise i'll promote everyone else hitter haven't watched that yet and i'm halfway through this don't judge me <laughs> for what not be finishing it or for watching it for not finishing either of them okay <laughs> um i was wa- i was watching that at work and the kids came back in because it started raining so i had to stop watching it um and spin you on tonight i am uh, hasn't set up been set up yet but same time as always 6 30 central nice john all right there with tyler jumpship training you. bernie every week jumpship training um thank you thank you to everybody for commenting thank you to everybody that has been on this run of the show um we're back next wednesday like i said same time we'll have cooper marsh rory mckernan and someone else because court merton cannot be there i assume he meant he's not going to do the show and that he's still going to do the open it'd be a bit crazy to throw your whole you know year's career away just to do a, a debate anyway thank you i really appreciate it, everyone goodbye from my kitchen it's 8 p.m i'm drinking c4